Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Bloom the Podcast. And not just any episode of Bloom the Podcast, this is the final episode of 2021. Hope you all are hype for this episode. It's going to be a fun one. If you guys are new here, joining for the very first time, welcome. We are glad you're here. I am your host, Donovan, and I'm here with the one and only co-host, Ashley. (laughs) And we are so excited to be back in our regular studio. If you guys were watching our last couple episodes, um, you noticed we were in back in our old studio, back when we first started Bloom the Podcast in video. We were recording there as we were having some technical difficulties here, but I think we're finally back on track and ready to jump back into our new location and ready to record same as usual. So hope you guys are hype about that as well. I know I am. Um, Also... If you guys didn't uh, see the last episode, we did. We did it with our sister who drove out all the way from Texas, Aaliyah Matheson. And we talked about online dating, (laughs) which is super uh, fun discussion. And I think one that is not talked about enough as far as like the practicalities and realities and truths of what uh, online dating really brings to the table, especially for Christians. Um, and I think that's a perfect segue into today's episode because it, if you guys are old, uh, OG bloomers and you probably saw the title and thought maybe, I think they've talked about this before and we have a little bit, we talked about this earlier on in this, uh, season one. And that topic was how social media affects dating today. And when we talked about it back then, um, I still think we, we covered a lot of really good points and we'll probably touch on some of them again today, just in a little bit more depth. But I think it definitely is a conversation that needs to be brought up again, especially stemming off of last week's episode when it comes to online dating. Because one of the things we didn't mention in that episode is one of the best dating apps out right now is low-key Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The DMs. Yeah. So we're going to talk about all that today. So hope you all inside and make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And without further ado, let's jump straight into it. Um, Starting off with kind of just the general thoughts as we usually do. Now, when we talked about this the first time, we kind of talked about uh, some of the pros and cons of, you know, what we see when we look at relationships and how social media affects them. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't think you were married when we did that post, but as you're a married woman now, what do you see when you look out into the landscape of Christian dating? And what are some of the things that you notice that social media does to people when it comes to relationships, whether it be good or bad? Because obviously there can be both. It's just about what you use it for. So what have you seen? Um, so I don't think my mindset has changed too much since getting married. I feel like I've kind of always had a similar feeling about how it should be when you're in a relationship and you're on social media um i think the premise of kind of what i said last time was i think a lot of people appreciate the effort and care um that is on display when people post about their relationship like it Mm -hmm. makes you feel good it's you know like encouraging that these people want people to know that you're with them but Mm -hmm. also don't make it an idol like a make or break thing right Um, but Mm -hmm. recently over recent (laughs) developments, I have noticed something that is pretty concerning to me. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I'm just going to jump straight into it. So I don't know how many of y'all know. If you're on Instagram a lot, then you will know about the new close friends. I don't know actually how new it is. It's it's new-ish. Like it's been around this year. It was not here before this year. That may be true. I don't yeah, know. Someone was, fact check us not, on that. I, w- I would have brought that up sooner. <laughs> well, I've never actually seen that before. So Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, y'all know, if you don't know what a close friends, uh, I don't even know. What it, like, well, it's it, like a, so like the close friends is basically like on Instagram, you have selective sharing modes, pre- predominantly for stories. Yeah. So you stories. can post something on your Instagram and filter it so only a selected group of people can see that post. That's right. basically what it is. Yeah, so it's it's pretty simple. Um, and while it seems like an innocent, <laughs> an innocent setting, <laughs> oh man. Um, well, I've noticed people in relationships have only been <laughs> posting their relationships in the close friend circle. And you might think, <laughs> like, why is that a big deal, Ashley? I don't understand. Also, like, if I'm really loud right now, <laughs> sorry. We'll edit you out later, <laughs> as we always do. Um, but I noticed this, and my first thought was, why are they hi- who are they hiding this story from? And because here's my thing. It makes sense if you are an influencer, right? And you have, like, thousands and thousands of followers and maybe you just want to post a single story that like you don't want the entire world seeing of people you don't even know yeah but even with that if that becomes a constant pattern that'd be kind of weird but also i'm talking about people who have like what like 300 followers and they're all their friends from church like you know those kinds of people and they're posting their relationships in a close friend's story and I just want to be like, who's in that close friend story? Like, who did you disclude <laughs> from that close friend story? Mm. Yeah, it's really weird. And yeah, I know we've talked about this off camera, yes. but it's one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. I'll never forget, like the first time I noticed it when I was like, when I was like scrolling through and I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> like something's not right here. And I... Obviously, we don't want to judge people's heart motives because, I mean, we don't know. But I think it is a very kind of interesting way to, especially because, like you said, we who knows who's on the close friends? Like, it could no be like one two knows. people, <laughs> just you. Yeah. Just so you. while it seems endearing, it's really not that endearing, and it's kind of kind of backhanded in in a, in a lot of ways. And I just think the one of the things you mentioned, like if you're an influencer, I think people see Instagram as being an influencer, whether you are one or not. And I think that's the part because like Instagram, apart from the people like I feel like Instagram has morphed into something that it didn't used to be because before it used to be more of a wholesome thing where it was like, let me post a picture with my mom at uh, California pizza kitchen for mother's day. And it was like a, a selfie from like across the table showing your whole family that like made up most of people's Instagram feeds. Crappy now Instagram has basically turned into everybody has their own brand. Everyone's branding themselves with how they want to be perceived, what they think is the best image for themselves. And that's how it comes across. So when you said like you want to keep that stuff private and like away from your brand and like all that stuff, I feel like most people feel the exact same way about their regular schmegular Instagram profile 
regardless of status following like people treat their instagram as their brand so posting pictures of your significant other a lot of times is not good for the brand especially the brand that you're selling most of the time that's interesting though because even with that mindset right of like everyone is branding themselves right yeah even say for me i have over 2,000, right? And half those people I don't know. <laughs> half those people I don't know. That's not that many compared to the people with like 10K. You know? I just have, I'm just verified. <laughs> I, guess I not wish that you could many. get verified at 2,000. <laughs> um, yeah, but say even at 2,000, right? I, the only reason that I would hide that relationship and even that sounds weird. Like for me, I'd, I'd be like, well, why would I ever do that? But say mm-hmm. I just felt uncomfortable with everyone knowing about it. Yeah. That would be the only reason. It would have nothing to do with what I'm presenting myself like to the world. It'd mm-hmm. be more so like, I don't want all these people in my business that don't know me. So even if you have like 300 followers and you're branding yourself, it really has nothing to do with your brand, really. It has to do with the people who are seeing your stuff. All right. Wouldn't you say? Hold on. I'm going I'm to blow this <laughs> up real quick. All right. And this goes for guys and girls. But I think because guys usually don't know how to brand themselves. See, th- there's a difference between men and women in this way that women know how to brand themselves a lot better than men. And they know what their customers are looking for, so to speak. If you are an attractive female on Instagram and you are viewing your Instagram as a brand, most of the pictures you're going to post are going to be customer-friendly, i.e. pictures of yourself, pictures that you know people are going to like for specific reasons, and we're all adults here, so I think we know what I'm saying. And I think that comes across. If if you're posting pictures with a guy, you're going to deviate a decent amount of your brand, if you catch what I'm saying. And the same thing for guys in the same way. If you're a guy and you're just posting pictures, if your brand is uh, gym shirt picture, uh, like gym pictures without your shirt on and your muscles and all this stuff. Can't add a girl. And you're (laughs) at the same time you're posting pictures with a girl, you're. Okay. While I do agree with that point, I also have something else to add on top of that, though. The thing is, in the saddest reality of this all is, while that all may be true, I don't think anyone really views anyone who's in a relationship as taken. So that gym guy <laughs> could pose with a woman, and that will never stop the woman from, <laughs> from well, going for it. Here's what I say, is when do your posts change? when you're getting into a relationship you know what i mean like i feel like when you're content as a whole yes and i think this is something that people don't talk about a lot and this kind of just goes for social media in general i feel like when you're single and you're on social media you're posting things in a certain way to gain a certain type of attention i think you're posting pictures with your satellite up if you will you're posting like hey i like to do this thing or I have this kind of taste and kind of highlighting certain things about your life that you like. And so that way, if someone stumbles across your profile, we all know people stalk you. We all know people find like if you meet someone new at a youth group or college group, and you're like, oh, follow me on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. You know, you want your Instagram to be looking a certain type of way. So when that person looks at your page, they're like, oh, wow, this person has a lot of cool pictures. So 
in in first in some senses your Instagram pictures is almost like your for sale sign. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's why your dating profile like we previously exactly so that's why i ask when do your when does your when does it or does it ever does your content I was change gonna argue with you and be like that's not true certain people you know but then i thought about it and i was like i thought about my own personal profile because i was doing the whole influence i'm trying to be an influencer yeah. like the entire time that i've had instagram yeah. and when i was single it was like all fun videos, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then now that I'm married, like <laughs> anyone who'd come on there would be like, she's definitely married because half yeah. my posts are like, how to be a submissive wife. Yeah. Um, you know, all this, like my husband's face is everywhere. So I was going to make that argument, but now I'm like, <laughs> it's, this, it's the reality of it. And that's how we're hardwired, right? Like right. If, if you're a single person, you automatically want to gain the attention of the opposite sex in that way, especially if you're single. So, And that's the danger is a lot of times that mindset doesn't shift when you're dating. Yeah. And I think and that's why it, they hide you. <laughs> like if you're an attractive person on Instagram and you're in a relationship, but you don't post, how many people do you think are still DMing you? Mm-hmm. And see, that's, I mean, do people DM you when they know you're in a relationship? The amount of people I got DMing me when they knew I was in a relationship was, like, amazing. I was like, wow. It's crazy. <laughs> and there's something to be said about that as well, which I think is a, a thing that people would deny, but I think it's mm. very true, is social proof. Like, if so, if you're a guy and you are in a relationship with a girl, I think there is that element of social proof where girls would look at that and be like, oh, this girl, like, especially if the girl you're dating is attractive. Mm. Most of the time, people will look at that and be like, or girls will, other girls that will look at that and be like, oh, so she is basically validating this person's status or, you know, validity. And other girls will like, find that attractive. Same with guys. You know, if an attractive female is taken, they're like, they'll look at that and be like, oh, like, what's she about then? Like, is she about relationships? Like, it's that social proof where, like, we want to see, we want something that someone else has, basically. You know, mm -hmm. it's that desirable thing because other people want it as well. Right. And that's kind of what I was saying is, like, a lot of people just don't ever view, once you're in a relationship on Instagram, I don't think that really means anything to literally anybody. Yeah. Like, you're just, you're, you're still game <laughs> for literally everyone. And so that's where I think there's a huge danger of because think about it already if there's already <laughs> that whole thing where nobody cares that you're in a relationship with that person they'll still go for it why would you make it even more easy for them to get attacked by the opposite sex by hiding them and pretending like you're not with them and you can be like oh i'm not pretending but like if you're hiding it from someone you don't want to see it which that's questionable or a bunch of people you don't want to see it then you're hiding them from somebody well what would you say if devil's advocate was like Oh, well, I just don't want to, like, spam people with, like, my relationship. And, like, I don't want people to get annoyed that I keep posting, like, couples pictures. See, my problem with that is the people who <laughs> post these things, these private stories, I haven't seen a single photo. I haven't seen a single photo besides that one that they hid <laughs> from everybody else. That's my problem. If your feed had, like, three pictures of your significant other and then the rest were, like, private stories, it'd be like, okay, like, they don't actually want to spam. But my yeah. problem is I never see the photos. I never see them. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm. And I, I said this to you before we filmed this. I'm going to just straight tell you this <laughs> because if someone did that to me, if someone posted a picture of me in a private story when they've never posted anything else of me, 
and I <laughs> I probably would be like unless you explain we're yourself done. we're done <laughs> yeah literally because that's so shady like I would need the best reason you could possibly think of to be like okay we'll talk about it you know what I'm saying like that is some shady red flag type of junk right there yeah, I would just like ask the question why, like legitimately why, like especially, and one thing I would probably think of and something that most people would probably say is like, especially if it's new, you don't want to post it out just in case it doesn't last and then you don't want to have to like have a bunch of people that have seen it that don't really know about you, you know, like, and you don't have to like explain yourself. It's kind of just like, it's a hidden story, especially when it's like your first couple months, you're like, well, yeah. we're still figuring each other out. Like no need to post it for the world. Just the people who know we're dating, like the close friends, like my BFFs. Right. Like, what about that? <laughs> you know, I get that. But I think once you step into that relationship, own the relationship. There's no, what if we break up? What if we do? No, 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 no. You had the time to feel that way when you were a thing. But yeah. not when you're dating. When you're officially asked someone to be your girlfriend, I'm hoping that is aimed towards marriage and therefore you should be treating it very seriously and yeah. not waiting for like possibilities of getting out of it. Well, I think people view the stages backwards. Like, cause you're, what you're saying is like, you've already vetted that person and you already know if you like that person or not. And you know if they're a legitimate contender for the championship. Yeah, of marriage if you ask them yeah. whereas most people see the the that thing phase that talking stage as like oh we're just having fun and then when you start to date they're like now let me start to get to know you and see if we're compatible yeah. and then they do the whole trade so you're already a couple steps behind because you treated that whole talking phase of like getting to know them as like, like a summer fling <laughs> yeah like kind of just like it is what it is like if they ask me out like we'll go out a couple times and then we'll see what happens from there right like that's, that's I think that's problem. why it gets all these children <laughs> dating. <laughs> yeah, it's the sad part is that's my thing. I don't care how old you are. If you're you're dating like that, that's your mindset. That's childish dating right there. Yeah. Well, especially for Christians, because yeah. of the way we're supposed to be living intentionally and the way that the temptation is there, especially through social media, like mm. attention has never been more uh attainable than it's been right now yeah it's never in the history of mankind like think about it you can post a picture and send it off to 60 percent of the living population <laughs> yeah 60 percent of eight of eight billion people so that's the kind of attention we're talking about and it's not hard to reach it like it's it's very it's <coughs> it's right there so i think there's this weird um i mean i well it's not really that weird it's it's, it's human nature it's the flesh that constantly wants to be validated constantly wants to be gratified um by our peers by the people around us especially when it comes to guy and girl relation because i feel like that's instagram is just one big thirst trap at the end of the day right it so, honestly is yeah it's pretty crazy and that's one of the other things i was thinking about too which social media kind of doesn't help with is because there's so many stumbling blocks just for your own purity that like it makes it e even that much more difficult especially if you have people hitting you up mm -hmm. like and see that's why i say don't treat instagram like 
like if you're going to have a relationship don't hide it from people when you're literally on this platform that is used yeah for like getting that attention or like putting those stumbling blocks there like that's the type of platform you want to be clear with like yeah i'm in a relationship with this person don't slide in my dm like i don't want to see this 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 and that you know yeah so for me that's a serious it's like going on a dating site when you're already dating someone is Which is something we didn't talk about. And this is the perfect segue. On the online dating episode, we didn't even get to the portion where we talked about the accessibility to infidelity. And I forget where or what the exact stat was. But there was an abnormally large amount of married and pe- uh, people in relationships that are still on dating apps. At least the, the really popular ones like Bumble, Hinge... Um, all the frequently used dating apps like there's a a large majority of people that are already in relationships that are on those apps like it's so easy to cheat with those apps because like you typically like if you're going to meet someone in real life and cheat on the person you're with it would be a lot harder to hide because you have social circles you have you're, you know, you're around people so you'd kind of pick up on vibes if you're the other person like okay what's going on this is fishy with online dating, this person is completely removed. This person could be 400 miles away from you. Mm-hmm. And the person you're with would have no idea unless they're one of those crazy people that's like, let me go through your phone. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's a whole... That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole thing. That's a whole thing right there. But, yeah, so it's very easy to access uh, other people and create even more problems for yourself than one needs and that kind of makes me ask the question of like because like what constitutes as cheating in christian relationships because i think a lot of it would be driven towards social media but because like typically if you're a believer it's most likely not going to be sleeping with someone else at least it shouldn't be (laughs) it shouldn't be anything but it definitely shouldn't be that well see that's the thing is a lot of christians i don't even think know what cheating is because they just equate it with oh if i'm not sleeping with someone then i'm not cheating on someone else but they forget that god knows your mind god sees what you're doing and what you're not doing to put a stop to what's going on because let me tell you just like if you're texting this person constantly or hanging out with this person constantly and you know what's going on in your mind, but you're still texting this person constantly, blah, blah, you don't have to sleep with them. That is that is cheating. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll say it flat and simple. If you're feeling something and you're not doing nothing to put a stop to it because they're your friend and blah, blah, blah. Oh, the garbage. I, I can't, dude. I, <laughs> I literally can't because the amount of cheating that I think actually happens in Christian relationships because Immense. people just cannot stop texting their best friends when they're in relationships, I swear. I, I, I can't. think it's not even like the best friends as much as it is the people that are blatantly like trying to hit on you. Like kind of like what we were talking about before. Like people really don't care about you being in a relationship. They're still going to shoot their shot. They're still going to yell Kobe and shoot. (laughs) And a lot of times it's not subtle, but it's how do you respond to that? Because for me, I feel the, the same way. Like if someone hits you up and you know, all right, here's, here's the thing. (laughs) If we're being real and if we can all be honest, there's only 
really one reason why any guy would hit up a girl on Instagram. He likes your story, replies to your story. He, he, he messages really you. He, he sends you a <laughs> meme that randomly made him think of you. All, the, all this kind of jargon that you hear a lot like from, from your buds. Guys don't work like that. Guys don't work like that, unfortunately. As nice as it would be, guys don't work like that. There's only one reason a guy would hit Neither up a girl like girls. that. Neither, <laughs> Let's be honest. No, one really, no one really does. So if someone DMs you like that, you need to nip that in the bud immediately. Give that one word answer and bounce. like the message. Don't even reply. Just like like the message and dip. Like right. there's like there's no reason to entertain it. And if you feel bad about yourself by checking someone who's disrespecting you, because really at the end of the day they're saying that you're not loyal. It has. <laughs> it, and I think that's yeah. a weird thing because like people get like upset when people get cheated on like the person that get cheated on like runs after the person that like was hitting on your partner it's like why are you upset at them be upset at the person who allowed that crap to happen because it's basically a direct insult at them because if some how you get them is how you lose them folks if you hit on someone that's in a relationship and they leave their relationship to go with you you best believe that's exactly what's going to happen to you in about six months from that point on so like no because their love is real stop the cap <laughs> that's not true so like people just got to be honest with themselves and it's a very sad thing that this isn't like commonly known and that people can still delude themselves into thinking that this these are acceptable things mm-hmm. well the problem i think is is a lot of people end up dating out of a close friend's circle mm-hmm. and um a lot of times people in that circle are all single and that's why they were close friends or old <laughs> Yeah, with. every friend group starts as a bunch of single people and usually ends as like four Everyone's or five couples. Married, literally. Yeah, so once that couple gets together, my problem is when they still keep that same relationship with all the single people in that circle because <laughs> that just leads to so many dangers. Yeah. So many. And it's not saying you can never talk to those people again, just diss them. Like, there's nothing wrong with, like, hanging out with all of those people in a mm-hmm. group. But when you when you have those personal texting relationships with them, sending memes to each other, that all has to stop. You can be in the group chat. You can go hang out at the group, whatever, with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah. But the personal relationship with each individual who is of the opposite sex ends. Well, you know what is interesting, kind of bringing this back to the social media route, is because, like I said before, there's so much attention available to you. And because social media is a lot different than, like, me having your phone number, me calling you, or, you know, something, or meeting up in person. Like, it's a lot less personal. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people think that it's okay because it's less personal. Like, oh, they just liked my post. Like, who cares? I posted it for the world. Like, my my uh, account is not on private. Like, who cares that they liked my sto- uh, post? Like, it's a post. But at the same time, we all know the unwritten rules of social media. So while we're telling ourselves this one thing, like, oh, this isn't personal. This just this doesn't mean anything. It's just a DM or it's just a he just replied to my story or she just did this. He just did that. At the same time, on the we know exactly why we posted it and we were hoping for that exact response. So... That's one of the other things is just like, what are you posting and what are you trying to gain from the posts? Especially if you're in a relationship or wanting to be in a relationship, like you have to be very careful with that. Right. And so 
I think my it's really just weird though to see coming back to the private story (laughs) like I just can't get over it it's so weird to see how many people do it and what their accounts are like like some of the people that do it just post selfies right and then they hide it and you're like okay we know what that's about because you literally have a bunch of selfies but you're hiding your significant other or other people post a ton of photos with all their friends in them and then they're hiding it and it's like what do you have to hide like it's just you and your friends on your instagram you know yeah and just like you know like there i really can't think of a reason why you wouldn't share it like i'm just still so confused if anyone could literally i'm we're gonna have to do a poll on this like if anyone can share the reasoning behind why you would do something like that yeah please do because it blows my mind like i'm just so confused and like that would make me super self-conscious to think like that they're cheating on me or something like that there's someone specifically out there that they don't want to see me yeah yeah no i agree 100 percent, and i think it kind of poses the opposite question of what's the reverse of posting on the private story like in the other direction like posts every day you know what i mean like what's the negative in the other direction because there's always that pendulum yeah. swing of like yeah I would why are you being the negative on the other direction would be posting constantly just like every photo on your feed is that person's face it's like we get it you're <laughs> dating <laughs> that's great you know yeah. i think there's just always a balance but it should never be a secret yeah should never be a secret. Once you ask that person to be your girlfriend, and this this for me is important too. Don't be like, I'm not on Instagram. You're literally on Instagram though. Like you have an account. If you have more than one post, you're on Instagram. If you view my story every day, <laughs> yes. you're on Instagram, bro. Seriously. So it's like, if you could post this group photo with all your friends, you can yeah. post that picture. Yeah. Like, don't give me that. Do not. Yeah. No. <laughs> I Get I agree. <laughs> I think, I mean, yeah. It, it, like you said before, it's a balanced thing of not being secretive, but then you don't also have to beat people over the head with it. Yeah. So find that balance of you're proud to be with someone and you're proud to have made the decision to date someone mm-hmm. versus, you know, they're your entire life yeah <laughs> like because there is that 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 counter you don't have to write a blog post on how amazing they are every photo you post them you know yeah if you feel like it sure but yeah <laughs> and kind of switching gears a little bit what say you about the content consumed on instagram that can affect relationships or not even really just instagram facebook snapchat all of that what do i think about it yeah like what do you see if any like negatives as far as stuff that impacts people just from viewing or being heavily um, on social media? Well, I think a lot of the stuff people see on social media is what shapes them for what they're going to post, which a lot of the times is the problem. (laughs) Um, So for the women, a lot of times the stuff they consume is models and, you know, really like, sexy selfies or whatever you want whatever it may be and they're like oh okay 
that's going to be my brand. Like, it might be really yeah. subtle. Like, you don't realize you're copying that, but yeah. you are. Yeah. And so that's why I think it's so important as a Christian to for your account to look different than the rest. Because if if your account looks the same, then I think obviously you've been consuming that stuff and that's what you start seeing as normal instead of like oh yeah that's a worldly like account i see and then that's the stuff you constantly look at because that's what your goal is to be like yeah and it can really be bad for relationships as well because there's a ton of inappropriate stuff on your search everywhere um they know what keeps teens (laughs) on their phone (laughs) so i would say the intake i for me i would personally say if if you're seeing things on there stay out of the like explore page i would honestly probably tell that to most people because there's literally probably zero point of like being on there like yeah does anything really ever come of it maybe you find a meme or two in there every time i'm on the explore page i just feel like (laughs) i'm being assaulted yep like it's and then i just like (laughs) i wonder like how much of this is i mean i don't really wonder because i see it for myself but like (laughs) the posts are this the exact same and there's no like delineation between the accounts and i think that's what you're what you're saying is like when i'm on instagram and i see this explore page if i'm seeing a female's post on the explore page 90% like 97% of those posts are going to be that like it's going to be a random caption about something that's probably like in the background of the picture and it's going to be the girl like trying to show you her butt yep <laughs> and <about> then <laughs> like it's it's like not even subtle it makes it makes me laugh cuz i'm just like really it's like retarded like really yeah I think it's important to have (laughs) a specific goal and purpose when you get on social media. And you might be like, I'm literally just like on here. But like everyone has a niche. And -hmm. whether that is literally just you posting photos with your friends and family and that's like what you care about and that's what your whole feed is about. That's totally cool. That's your niche or whatever. And so I think it shouldn't be like you're on Instagram to just scroll through everyone's posts see everyone's life be on the explore page blah blah blah. like you should be on instagram with a specific purpose and i think that's kind of like for me like people probably think i'm on instagram like 24 7 because like that's what i do or whatever but it's like my niche is specific to like women's ministry stuff or whatever and once that job is done i really don't spend that much time on instagram i barely scroll through my feed unless it's like a really bored day or whatever but like i go on there with the purpose of what i'm doing and then i get off so i think that's important to have even if you're like okay gonna post pictures with my friends see what a couple of my friends post and get off like that's the purpose you should have not just like i'm bored and i want to see what instagram's gonna give me today because that's a really yeah idle idle hands <laughs> never lead to anything good so right. i i would agree with that 100 percent and i would think i would say also tailoring your explore page to stuff that isn't going to suck you dry of um <laughs> your beliefs Mm -hmm. because it it happens subtly too because your explore page we've all seen it your explore page adapts to you like memory foam Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. If you click on one or two posts, you're gonna get like twenty posts. You will later. see an influx of posts that are that way. And even if you click on a meme that's like about something depressing or something, you'll see a bunch of like those dark, depressing, just like random memes just start to go into your feed and you just consume them because you don't you're not really noticing it. You're not recognizing it. And like you said, it's just subtly just going into your mind. And that can be dangerous with a lot of of the different stuff that's on Instagram, especially when it comes to relationships, Mm -hmm. because there's like I've seen like the two sides of the relationship posts where you have the unrealistic, really photoshopped and artificial relationships that are probably fake. And then you have the other side where it's just like relationships are pointless. People suck and I hate life. And neither of those things are beneficial for you. (laughs) And if you fall into either of those directions and then you start to consume that stuff, eventually you're going to start processing things through those, that lens, especially if you're on Instagram a lot. I know that's happened to me before and you have to kind of like take that step back of like, okay, like let me reassess what's going on here. Right. Instagram's not realistic. No. So I think when you get on there, it gives you even more of a push to just be realistic. Yeah. You know, like stop faking your life. And that's why it's another reason. Don't be like, oh, I have this brand. Don't want to post my boyfriend. Like, don't be like that because the people who do that are unrealistic in their, you know. But people might even look at you and be like, that's unrealistic. Or like, that's fake. There's no way she loves her husband. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and see, that's the thing. That's why I try and be as realistic as possible. Like sharing every big hardship is really important. Like people are always really surprised that I like share things when I do. Mm-hmm. But it's because I think it's important to be realistic because they're never going to believe me otherwise if I don't share that stuff, you know? Yeah. So it's really important to, you know, be real and... That means posting the relationship that may not work out without fear of people judging you when you break up because yeah. that's realistic. <laughs> Breakups are real, you know? Yeah. Well, speaking of realistic, I think one of the worst things that Instagram has done or social media has done in general is set the bar for what people are looking for. Yeah. And we've touched on that a little bit before, but I definitely want to make sure it doesn't get missed in this because that I think is one of the biggest drivers of why so many people are single Mm. is because Instagram is the algorithm of Instagram is made to show you a hyper substrata of people that are in like the top 5% of whatever they're doing. It's designed that way. So when you are looking through your Explorer page, especially when it comes to relationship content and you're seeing all these things, you are subconsciously allocating these things to your standards It happens to all of us, whether you can admit it or not. It's true. It's what happens. So when you're looking at all of this data and you're comparing it to people that you know in real life and you're like, dang, I know nobody of any value. Like all these people suck. What you're really, what you've really done at this point is just compare all the people you know to a bunch of worldly people in the world on Instagram that are, have accounts designed to make you feel that way. So we've set the bar so high. And like, if you talk to people and like, especially when it comes to like physical attraction, cause like regular attractive people are no longer seen as attractive most of the time. Cause they don't have Be- facial surgery. Yeah. Because like the standard of attractiveness is like way up here 
for a bunch of people that you'll probably never ever see in real life because they don't look like that yep when their filters off (laughs) yeah so we've basically numbed our senses to regular attraction Mm -hmm. and that to me is super dangerous because people are not realistic on what they can attain or what they will attain especially when it comes to the church and i don't know why this correlation is the way that it is but it just is but like the the way people view attraction in the church is different than it is in the world it just is for some reason people are not always honest about it and we've gone back and forth about this before but people are just not honest about it so we need to like really shift the way that we think about attraction because if you think you're just going to be pulling instagram models every time you go to youth group You're in for a world of uh, surprise. See, I think that's another reason that people keep those relationships kind of private is because they have one foot on Instagram and one foot in real life because, yeah, if I don't post about this person, I could pull an Instagram hot model or whatever and have that while also having my foot in the real world and dealing with real relationships. Well, yeah, and I don't even know if it's like in the hopes that they'll pull an Instagram model, uh, person like well, from Instagram. Well, you're keeping Instagram. yourself open for yeah. hot models to see you or yeah. whoever is on Instagram that's fake. Well, I think it's more of a, a an attention validation type of deal where you have the relationship in real life because that's what's attainable, right. but then at the same time, you're leaving the door open for what you really want, which is that standard that you've set for yourself from Instagram. Yeah. So it's very, very dangerous the way that that stuff kind of just seeps into your mind. Right. I just think it's a really simple concept. Like your life shouldn't be different on Instagram than it is in person. Yeah. And so your real life in the real world should be completely visible on Instagram. Like anyone, no one should be like, oh, this is kind of different. Like I wasn't expecting this from you, you know, it should look the same. And that's kind of what I try and do a lot with like my posts. Like I want it to be like, like that's why I think I story so much. Yeah. Like walk through my day because it's what I'm doing today, you know? Yeah. Um, And so I think it's so simple. If you are dating someone in real life, you have this specific life, like make that known on your Instagram. It's, It's really... Like, I don't, there is no reason to have a, a, even a slightly different life on social media. Like, it literally should just be a reflection of what you're doing in real life. Just, yeah. like, putting it out there on the feed for people who, like, you don't see all the time to see it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think keeping your life congruent in all ways is very important because you don't want to be, like that person that's like super out there on Instagram, but then at church, you're like the most spiritual person. It's like, here I am. Like, it's like, that's, and there's too many people like that. adding up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that means that like, you have to post like Bible verses every day or mm-hmm. like, you know, go like posting links to sermons on every, you know, thing that you do. But like, there should be that sense of like, your mission is still your mission. And as Christians, I think we lose sight of that. Like our mission doesn't change when we're in real life versus when we're on Instagram. The mission is always to reach more people with the gospel, not to reach more people with this really good photo that I got. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? Now, the the driver, the vehicle that you use to get people to the gospel can be an artistically taken photo, something that you, you know, a skill that you have that you want to broadcast to the world and use that as the driver to the gospel. But it, the driver, you know, the end goal isn't to show your skill. That Your end goal is to show Christ. And I feel like that's what needs to be most highlighted on your Instagram. And that's one thing that I feel like I need to do more of is posting like actual posts. Cause like I post about the podcast all the time, but I don't have a ton of posts on my Instagram anyway of like, you know, stuff of that nature. So mm-hmm. definitely want to be more active in using that platform for bringing people the gospel rather than just like showing people that I like photography or clothes or, you know, right. the gym or whatever it is that you want, you know, like to do. There should just be that that overarching um, um, aura about you, whether that's in person or on Instagram, that you are a child of Christ. Right. And I think that's the thing is a lot of people forget that everything can point back to God. Like, I think a lot of people are like, oh, I don't see how this could relate at all to like how I'm a Christian or whatever. But every single thing can be used no matter what it is, even if you're, you know, doing fashion blogging or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, here's some like modest Christian fashion. God, the father apparel. Exactly. (laughs) Like rep brands that rep God or whatever. Um, Or like even with your relationship, you don't just have to post some photos and some sappy caption like post a photo and be like here's how god's working in my life by bringing me this person who is godly this this and that like share how god is using that relationship to uh strengthen your walk because ultimately whoever you're dating should be like helping you along on that journey and so there's always something to share there so everything can point back to god it doesn't have to be some like you know, like, oh, like, this is so basic. Like, this has nothing to do yeah. with anything. Like, you're everything right. ha- can have a purpose if you're a Christian. Everything should have that purpose. Yeah, and if you are in a good relationship, that's one of the biggest blessings the Lord can ever give you. So why yeah. not show that blessing to the world and, you know, express the goodness of it in all aspects? You know, whether that's, like you said, the way that you're growing, getting closer to the Lord, the way that you're building each other up, the way that you can see the Lord steering you towards marriage. Like there's so many uh, productive ways to use your relationship, even on Instagram, um, that can, you know, be very glorifying to the Lord and have being very encouraging to others, be encouraging to other single people, be encouraged to other people that maybe are in a relationship, but it's in a rough patch or, you know, whatever it may be, you never know who you're going to reach and how you can affect them. If, if the Lord and the gospel is the vehicle or the end goal of what you're using the vehicle for. So I think that's a really important thing to drive home. Um, but I think we're going to wrap up this portion. We may have to do another part to it because I feel like there's some other things that we didn't get to that I wanted to get to. Um, but before we do that, I'm going to make sure we leave a poll on this week's uh, Bloom page to see what you guys think social media has done to the dating game. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested to see what you guys have to say. And if you guys post your replies best believe we'll be reading them on our next episode. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, interact with us on Instagram or in the comments or message us directly. What do you think Instagram and social media has done to the dating world? And explain to me why your girlfriend or boyfriend is on a hidden story. (laughs) And explain the hidden stories to Ashley because she's very confused. I'm very confused. (laughs)
I'm just as confused as well. <laughs> it bothers me as much. I'm just, you know, composure. I'm just driving it home. Yes. <laughs> for you. <laughs> but hope you all enjoyed this episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you all enjoyed this episode. We were a little all over the place, but there was lots of ground to cover. So hope you all enjoyed this conversation. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Again, we'll be taking a little bit of a break for Christmas and New Year. So we will see you all in the new year. Stay tuned for more Bloom the Podcast.